Grandpa Jim, Motivation Central Station. Hey, coming from you from my porch today. Uh, it is not heated on my porch, just so you know. So I sacrifice greatly to uh, bring you some little news, some uh, health tips. Uh, want to keep you prospering, achieving. I want to put you on the most successful path that you could imagine. You you keep doing the next right thing and taking care of yourself. You're going to have a wonderful life, especially if you can get outside of yourself and help others. That's that's what we're really really trying to attempt every day on this podcast. Uh but also um I know I got to hook you in with some sen- sensational stories or uh just stuff in the news that I, I'm curious about, so I'm I'm hoping you're curious about them as well. I'm going to talk about a few things today. I want to talk about the Jacob Blake case. Many of you probably remember it from uh, this past summer in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Young man, um, shady past, right? And and this always comes out after the fact. Okay. So we don't want police officers shooting people in the back and then later finding out they have a shady past, right? So you got to put yourself in uh, his shoes. So you're standing on the lawn, uh, your lawn and most of us aren't going to get in a verbal con- uh, confrontation where the police need to be called. But let's just say on this particular day, you're having an off day. And somebody you're hanging out with is having an off day, and, and you do get in a verbal argument. And then all of a sudden, the police show up to your residence, and uh, you think they're going to harm you, and you're going to try to get in your vehicle and get away. And you get shot in the back seven times, right? And you, you're a good citizen. So I don't think that's what this case is about. So it's it's not about the after, you know, the after you know, situation, finding out later that he has this shady past, you know, that that's not the story here. The story is that, you know, anybody could have been shot in the back that day, you know, and the one thing I always see, they, I live here uh, near Kenosha, Wisconsin, so we see, uh, you know, more stories about this case than, you know, the national public, so Every day they'll show um, him opening the car door, officer grabs his uh, T-shirt, and, uh, you know, instead of yanking the guy back, he grabs his weapon and puts seven bullets in his back, you know. If uh, you or I, you know, are a police officer, I'm going to assume that we're going to try to just pull his T-shirt and keep him from getting in that car and let the other six, seven officers that are on the scene help me, you know, secure him and get him, uh, you know, away from that car, you know, not take the law into my own hands and be the judge and jury. Well, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. I want to talk about the Proud Boys. They went to Washington, D.C. yesterday to march against the Electoral College. We're going to touch base on that and then you know i like how i mash things up (laughs) so then we're going to talk about positive (laughs) brain health for you for sure and uh 
So, uh, I suppose let's get started. Uh, the local news here with Jacob Blake is it came on our local news recently, uh, a day or two ago, and they said we are there's going to be an announcement in the Jacob Blake case. We're not sure when that's going to happen, but it's going to happen in the next two weeks. Which to me, we had a similar case here where an officer in an area called Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, had shot um, three young men over uh, the course of five years. So he shot one guy five years ago, 20 something, um, in the back, a Latino person, I believe. Uh, then he shoots a young African-American guy maybe two, three years later. And then uh, last year he shot another African-American uh, in the back that was at a local mall. And uh, so they did the same thing. They said, we're going to make an announcement on this case. And then they didn't get the specific day. I happen to live near our state fair park. Uh and they had all kinds of military vehicles coming to that area and the national guard was here and i said they're gonna make the jacob blake announce or not not the jacob blake but this other officer's announcement and sure enough that's why they were in town and um and i wouldn't be surprised if the same thing happens here that they mobilize some troops because they already know what the outcome in is. It's not going to be a surprise. I don't know how they're going to justify this guy. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm so dead wrong. I'd rather be so dead wrong on this than to be right because people got to get, uh, like Chris Rock said, I, I happened to catch Chris Rock in an interview, the comedian, and Chris Rock said, you know, there are certain jobs where you know, you have to have perfect players, and one is law enforcement. You can't have one or two bad apples because it spoils the whole bunch. And, um, you know, this guy in Wauwatosa, the police officer that shot the three people, uh, they did a study on him, and the, and the determination was that he was likely to shoot somebody else again, you know. And so they finally... Um, got him, you know, these guys grab attorneys and they, or the attorneys grab them and they try to get money out of these cities and they were successful doing that so they could get rid of them, you know, and, uh, so, uh, I have a strange feeling that the same thing's going down. I wouldn't be surprised if they announced it at some crazy hour of the night, because if it was good, they would have no concern saying we're going to announce this on a Tuesday um, at 4 o'clock, but that's not what they're doing here. So um, so then I want to talk about the Proud Boys. Uh, hopefully you're f- familiar with them, and sadly you're familiar with them, is that, you know, this is a vigilante group, uh, really connects uh, with Trumpism and being uh, connected to that side of the fence. Uh, a lot of ex-military guys in this thing, and they think, you know, they're living in pure fear, and their vigilante group wants to see, you know, um, basically really what they want is their own country, which I always say, let's give them Utah. You know, Utah, Nevada, let them, you know, start your new nation out, out in there. Uh, that'd be fine with me. 
But yesterday, uh, they go marching into Washington, D.C. And um, so they show up to D.C. And uh, it's like, uh, so Trump and his supporters have been supporting these guys. So whenever they've been coming to cities of chaos, uh, they were out in Portland this summer. Uh, they were in Michigan uh, this summer as well at the state capitol. They've, you know, letting these guys walk around with their rifles and uh, in the wide open. And um, actually, too, in Kenosha, the kid that shot a couple of nights after Jacob Blake got shot in the back in Kenosha, Wisconsin, um, a young man shows up to protect some properties, which was a vigilante. Um, him and his friends out of Illinois came up. They were young teenagers, and they had rifles, and they're going to protect the local businesses. And his name was Kyle Rittenhouse, and Kyle Rittenhouse ended up uh, murdering two um, Black Lives Matters protesters. And uh, there is videotape one Kyle Rittenhouse and his friends came to town that the military, the the, uh, National Guard, were giving them bottles and water like they were supporting them. And so they must have been supporting other uh, Proud Boys. Uh, And so yesterday, though, when the Proud Boys got to Washington, Trump is not president anymore. And they were not greeted friendly. They were greeted with force. Um, the uh, police in Washington, D.C., they were uh, in full riot gear. And when these guys came up to shout at them, they were not taking it. And they were pushing them back. And I think it's a new day. And I think it's a tide turning. I think if we get these two Senate seats in, the big fear across this country, if we get those two Senate seats in Georgia, we turn those from red to blue. Uh, the party's over on Trumpism. They ain't ever getting control of this country again. And they know it. And and so many people, if this happens, you're going to see people jump off that Trump train like nothing because they're going to be trying to swim for their own political lives. Right now, Trump has a, a clown car full of these Republicans that are going to try to, uh, I know Ted Cruz is there, Ron Johnson from our state of Wisconsin, they all don't believe the uh, electoral college results now, and and so they're going to try to stay connected at the hip with Trump because they think he has all the power, and I say they're jumping on a sinking ship, you know. I, I think they should just play it down the middle, that's just my opinion. And then, so... Um, you know, I want to uh, just end with, you know, some. <laughs> after all that. Uh, oh, the vaccinations, too. Joe Biden has an ambitious plan. He wants to inoculate uh, one million people for 100 days. That'd be 100 million people if they could really pull this off and do, um, we could do it at that pace and get people uh get people the vaccination. If we could get it at that rate, we could get this thing back together in no time. Definitely by next fall, things would be back to normal, which would really be insane. But I I just don't see it happening. I seen a a thing uh, yesterday that 
Bahrain, the country of Bahrain, <laughs> has vaccinized, uh, vaccinated uh, more people than the uh, United States. And how is that happening? How is this little country? I don't even know where it is on the map, to be honest. I know it's in the Middle East somewhere. I hope I am. Uh, forgive me. <laughs> on my geology. But, uh, uh, you know, that's just it's sad when some little... Uh, country is, uh, you know, inoculating people at a quicker pace than the mighty United States. And, uh, you know, I'm working on some jokes right now, but I think, I think, uh, you know, and, and unjokingly, we need to vaccinate people where they're at. They're, they're at the grocery stores. They're at the fast food joints. You know, get them where they're at. And, uh, you know, instead of setting up, but I, I know you got to get that second and uh, shot and uh, I saw on a positive note that some of the healthcare workers were uh, yesterday getting their second vaccination round, which is really good. Um, and then finally, uh, brain how can you uh, keep your brain sharp? Well, there's all kinds of evidence. Number one, the number one thing to keep your uh, brain sharp is exercise, like. Uh, walking is great. Uh, this uh, information on vigorous exercise is even better. Uh, but just even moving around, there's a, there's all kinds of evidence on just sitting. You know, if you sit for more than an hour or two, if you have a job, you need to get up and walk around and get those organs moving and uh, and that helps uh, brain life. Uh, studying a foreign language, trying to do something new every day that you have uh, not done before. Uh, you could do uh, video games are great for the brain, but they recommend doing um, several things, uh, like maybe learning a foreign language and playing video games. Like, don't just put yourself into one track. You need to mix it up, keep your brain active and challenging. And then foods, right? We all know that good nourishment uh, for any part of the body, good green leafy substances, kale, uh, green leaf lettuce, romaine lettuce, that's all going to be super for you. But the real superfood that they're finding out for your brain is berries, like blueberries, uh, high in antioxidants, but any type of berry, strawberries. Um, uh, so you can mix your berries up, whatever you like, as uh, really great brain food. But the number one, uh, well, actually, if we can all <laughs> do all, all of those things, um, you're going to have great uh, life. And I'm watching my mother, you know, uh, slowly uh, disintegrate before our eyes with some stuff. And I don't want to get all emotional here, but, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, uh, so it happens, uh, dementia and things like that. And uh, so I want you to be healthy. And then uh, one last thing is, um, as I was coming out to the porch today to give you a talk, um, I walked by one of my books, and it's a book that I created. Uh, I created a series called the Pre-Addictions Educational Series. And there's a little character in each book. Her, her name is Amanda. 
and Amanda is the main character in the book, and uh, the book series is to help families with mental health issues and addiction problems, and it walks the kids through the process of why does mom and dad have to go to uh, recovery meetings, and it breaks down the disease, and it also, uh, apples don't fall uh, too far from trees. We know that addiction is like eye color, so if you have addiction, there's a uh, super high chance uh, that your children will have some type of addiction. One of the books explains that uh, maybe mom and dad drank alcohol, but you, your addiction may manifest in another way. You may say, well, I saw mom and dad falling down, and how ridiculous was that? And so I don't want to go down that path. And then it can come to a food addiction, a gambling addiction, uh, most likely you still have the disease over exercise. So uh, one of the first books in the uh, in the series is called Uncle Bob Eats, Drinks, and Walks Too Much. And uh, so it really explains how addiction can uh, show itself in different forms, not just the negative. I call I call alcohol, uh, marijuana, opioids. Um, I call those more of like a dark addiction, and then. I have what I call white addictions, and white addictions are like over-exercise, um, overwork, um, being a workaholic. They look, they look harmless on the surface, but they're still addictions. And uh, what's what's wrong with uh, exercising a lot? Well, because you start blowing out joints and that. All things in moderation. What's wrong with overworking? Well. Uh, you're not with your kids. You're not connecting socially. Uh, so there's this balance that our bodies are always trying to find what they call homostasis. It's always trying to find the perfect level. So your body's constantly adjusting itself. And I think in life, too, uh, when we take that idea and concept uh, into the world and activity, we want that, uh, you know, so I work off something called the wellness wheel. Many of my early podcasts talk about that. It's improving ourselves in eight dimensions of our life. Also wrote a book on that called what color is your brain scan? The answer is in your head and habits. Uh, all this stuff's available on Amazon, but the thing I want to talk about today is this book that I just picked up, and this one is uh, the Pre-Addictions Educational Series, Starting Conversations ASAP with Amanda, and the title of this book is Amanda and Her Mother Enter Into a Lifetime of Treatment, and we know that opioids have killed more people there's been more opioid deaths in the last uh, five years, uh, 10 years, more than automobile accidents. We know this year that the opioid crisis is, uh, people are dying at alarming rates. Unfortunately, with COVID, when you say the word COVID, um, you're going to get more hits than talking about the opioid crisis. But this book is designed to, again, it, it goes through the treatment uh, part of things. Why? How, how did mom get addicted? A lot of people got addicted when they got an injury and they were prescribed opiates. And then it goes through uh, the process. Mom has to get healthy again. And then it also goes, how can I bond with my kid again? Right. For a lot of 
people and opioid addiction. The drug takes over your body. You're not even thinking straight anymore. Often takes you away from your home and your responsibilities uh, with your uh, children. And uh, the children often end up in maybe a grandparent's home. And it's a way to reconnect with your uh, your son's daughter's and um, to rekindle. So the words are in there on how to do that. And this little character, Amanda, in the book, she starts all the conversations. And she, uh, I made a video on this book series. I'll post them on the uh, Motivation, uh, Motivation Central Station Facebook page. Um, I'll, I'll put that link on there to the book series. There's a family that... Um, I followed a little bit in a film that I made called Laugh Addict, Toxic Drug, or Best Medicine. Um, and then this uh, book series, I did a video uh, where I, I followed that family working with the book series in that film, but also I made another one uh, with them in it, and it actually won an award in Malaysia. <laughs> it was a runner-up in a film festival over there. It's a very short little film, but how uh, mothers and um, their children can reconnect. And uh, so if you don't have the words or know how to do that, uh, this little character book, and the, these books are very uh, minimally priced, I think they're under seven eight dollars uh and i recommend paperbacks with anything i have um i've created them that way most of the materials that i produce are always workbooks uh, because you're not gonna get through your addictions you're not gonna you know get this relationship going back with your children unless you're putting in action work and I don't believe any change. Yes, it's good to plant seeds in our brain, like I want to do this and the other thing. But till you actually take action, so all of my books help you take action. Um, this is a real big goal-setting time of year. The the brain scan book. Uh, what color is your brain scan? The answer is in your head and habits. That whole book is about goal setting. I've had uh, people that. Um, quit smoking. There's a, a page or two in the back of the book on how to uh, stop quit smoking. And, uh, uh, you know, I've heard about results from that. So I uh, just want to see you thrive, prosper, and take on the world. And so, um, hey, thanks for hanging out with Grandpa Jim today. So my prediction is that Jacob Blake... Um, gets, uh, you know, doesn't get the justice he's looking for. I think they're going to lean towards the cops because of this floating date. I'm that. I'm glad to hear the Proud Boys are meeting resistance. We don't need that hatred. Um, if you think back, this, these are the guys that helped Joe Biden uh, decide that he was going to run for the presidency again. If you remember the torches back in... Uh, I want to say, oh, Charlottesville, if you remember those, uh, you know, scary images of these gentlemen walking with these torches, that's kind of, uh, there were proud boys mixed into that mix, and I'm glad that 
the Biden administration is uh, not treating them well in Washington, D.C. this weekend. And then do some brain exercise for yourself. And uh, and uh, hopefully you guys have a wonderful, prosperous day. And uh, remember, if you know, go help somebody else. That's what we're doing here. Um, the philosophy I've always read is if, you know, you want the happiness uh, the world has to offer, it's not in gold bars. It's not in paper money. Uh, I had a friend that used to say, um, would you rather have a million friends or a million bucks? And then he would say, because the, 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 the stack of money is not going to pick you up off the ground when you're, you're in need of help. And so, uh, Hey, thanks for hanging out with me today. Uh, if you feel you have nothing to give, remember you have that warm, beautiful, precious smile to give somebody Have a great one.